0: These are all fake tweets, Ben Dover. Now look at the next one. CNN throwing out fake Twitter names. Mike Cox Long. This is CNN. you think that they'd have someone screening this shit. Who's this one? I need a black man. What the fuck? Hey everyone, that clip has absolutely nothing to do with what I'm going to talk about, but happy new year 2022. I figured I would open up the very first episode of this new year with uh, CNN allegedly, well not allegedly, people did see those tweets, but CNN allegedly not being aware of these tweets that came through with a sexual innuendo but, you know, that's CNN. Why is anyone really surprised? And if you haven't been living under a rock, you are probably aware of several producers that have been arrested for trying to groom children. And we can just probably put it under the category of child pornography. Yeah, that's that's what's going on at CNN. And apparently Chris Cuomo and Jake Tapper and Don Lemon, they don't know what's going on. But as you may know, and if you are intelligent enough, if you have the IQ high enough, you'll know that if the producers are engaged in this type of activity, then it probably stems high up. So anyway, that is a different conversation for another episode, which is coming down the pipeline. There's just been so much happening the past couple of days. I don't know if you feel this way, but it feels as if information is being thrown at us at an accelerated rate and i'm doing the best that i can to filter through what is important what is essential for you all to know and for me to break down so that you can be prepared in this new year so yeah well what am i going to talk about today how am i going to begin the new year I do want to talk about Washington, D.C., because some of you may know that I live in the area. But I wanted to give a quick update on the La Palma volcano. That has definitely garnered a lot of attention. I did an episode a couple episodes ago, and oddly, that was uh, listened to pretty frequently. So for those of you who are just curious or didn't really follow up, The La Palma volcano has stopped erupting. Uh, It actually officially stopped December 13th, but they made the announcement right before the end of the year. So that's great news. If you're on the East Coast, we don't have to worry about it, but we don't know what will happen in the near future. So hopefully that volcano uh, stays dormant for a very long time. Now, moving on to what I really wanted to talk about and this triggered me, triggered me, because I know there are a lot of people who are on this awakening journey and trying to seek information to help them understand what's going on. Unfortunately, there will be people who will throw video clips together. They're very brief. They don't provide enough context. And it does take a substantial amount of time to do research and to uh, give your own perspective. It, it is only your perspective. It may not be right or wrong. It's just a different reality. But when you do back your observations up with some type of um, documentation or references or anything that is actually tangible, I typically like to look at government documents because we do have the FOIA Act, which is the Freedom of Information Act, and not saying that the government does not uh, alter data. We are seeing that in real time right now with COVID, but they do tend to to at least have the most accurate information. And if it is information that they deem as being a security to or national security, I should say, they will make it classified Um, And then eventually down the road, it's declassified and so forth. So what I'm really saying is I refer to specific legal documents, um, my experience, and then, of course, what other uh, witnesses or testimonies are out there in order to give you a realistic view of what's going on so you can fill in that gap. Now, real quick, wanted to mention that it snowed in D.C., unbelievable. It was like a, I mean, I guess it was a winter storm and I'm really excited about it because (laughs) I'm someone that grew up in a cold climate where there was snow and I was actually really disappointed to not see snow for all of, you know, winter 2021. But I guess the way to open up 2022 is to have a winter storm and it was actually very beautiful. There was really nobody on the road and it's quite pathetic how we have uh, snow truck or snow plow drivers and they don't know how to plow snow. Very disappointing. Very, very disappointing. They need to learn from the people in the Midwest. Uh, they do it in a very, very uh, formalized or should say great formation, uh, great technique And they can plow things even during a snowstorm. But here in D.C., it's like people don't know what (laughs) snow is and they freak out and it ends up being an apocalypse. So I, I don't know. I don't I don't get it. But what's really important is that the federal government is closed. Now, this is what I wanted to come to, which was this idea that Washington, D.C. is closed. D.C. is not closed. The federal government is not closed. I happened to stumble across a video, or I should say a specific channel, and this individual, I believe he lives in the D.C. area, and he has been creating these videos stating that the FBI uh, office was boarded up and nobody is out here on the streets in D.C. on New Year's Eve. And there are these underground tunnels in D.C., which they do exist, but they're not that close to the surface. So I'm probably calling out who this individual is. I'm not going to give the title of this channel. I'm not in any way trying to create any type of rift with this individual. I think there is plenty of room for anybody, but you need to be careful with what type of, information you are putting out there. And I am going to refute what this individual has been saying in his videos because it doesn't make any sense and his videos are only two minutes long. So as I mentioned, a lot of people are on this journey and they're trying to get the most accurate information or most importantly, an understanding of what's going on. And when this narrative of DC is closed is circulating, That's giving an inaccurate picture. I mean, it's completely false and I can tell you why. So the first thing you have to understand is if the federal government is closed and it has not been closed for two years or at least like a year and a half since COVID happened. And I know this because I used to work in the federal government as a contractor. So I was there when everything went to shit. In March, all right. All federal employees and contractors were told to work from home. So I believe it was March 13th when it was announced. And since then, everybody has been teleworking. That is why you don't see people in the office. Now, there are some people who do go into the office. Those are folks who are probably ranked like G13 or higher. They may have specific meetings and so on. But the federal offices have been closed generally to the public and anyone who is not uh, necessarily essential. And I will go into those terms about essential and non-essential because that actually derives from the federal government, but it's being used even in the private sector. So I wanted to clarify the fact that people have been teleworking and they have been teleworking for a very long time. People have started coming into the office as of last September So depending on uh, the department and then the agency, it's actually driven by the department. They will indicate if they want people to come back into the office. So I don't know what the status is for all the departments. I just know that each department, once they've been given the green light, they will determine when uh, their particular uh, federal employees will come back into the office. And then the contractors themselves will follow. So there is another component to this narrative about Washington, D.C. being closed, and that is that there's nobody in the city. Now, let's analyze some of these videos and really understand if this makes sense. The individual is driving around the Capitol building and sometimes by the White House. Now, you need to understand that the one road that connects the White House to Capitol Hill is Pennsylvania Avenue. You have a lot of departments there. You have DOJ, you have DHS, etc. Why would you drive around the one area where you know that people are teleworking and obviously would not be present? And I saw a a more recent video where the individual was there on New Year's Eve, uh, the day during the day, and I'm like, dude, this doesn't make any sense. Well, first off, a lot of people are teleworking. Two, you got to understand that Washington, D.C. is a very transient city. So what I mean is that you don't have a lot of people who stay here uh, for the holidays. So they're not originally from D.C. and people typically leave. And when they leave, of course, D.C. is going to be a little bit emptier, but it doesn't mean that nobody's in the city. And the third thing is that you're right in the same area, like I said, where the departments are, where a lot of people during the weekday end up being so if the federal government whether it was closed or not is operating but you don't have the employees I mean it's kind of like going downtown in New York City to the uh to Wall Street right? Like, it, like the financial district, it doesn't make any sense to be in an area where you know that it only is populated during the weekday, but on the weekend or after hours, like, there's nobody there. I mean, if you go to Logan Circle, U Street, 14th Street, I mean, there are a lot of places where people are there, okay? Like Adams, Morgan, people are there, but they don't hang out in an area where you're not going to find bars. You're not going to find a lot of restaurants. And by the way, that's where a lot of the riots were. And even though the federal buildings were not affected, a lot of the uh, surrounding restaurants that were there were like completely I wouldn't say completely demolished, but they had a lot of damages. And when I say the riots, I'm talking about the George Floyd riots. So I'm just trying to give you guys a perspective that the videos that you are seeing are not aligning with the reality. And the other thing is, if you are coming to D.C. during the day, and this is what it was prior, you need to understand the travel behaviors of D.C. So if you're coming into the city in the morning, traffic hours are typically between, I would say, prime time, 6 to around 930. Now, if you are in the city around ten o'clock to let's say two thirty, you're not going to see that much heavy traffic like you will see a lot of foot foot traffic, but that was what it was prior to covid now, obviously, you're not seeing a lot of foot traffic and you're not seeing a lot of people who are working in the city. they're teleworking so you're you're just not going to see a lot of people or a lot of bodies period. And then after those hours, so from 3.30 to about 7.30, the traffic hits. Now, I know that people are going back into the city because I have driven in the traffic around uh, the evening time. And especially when people are leaving the city, you're either taking 395 or you're going north to Maryland. See, I'm very familiar with this. That's why a lot of these videos are very deceiving. And I want people to understand that Washington, D.C. is not close. But most importantly, you can't take everything at face value because if people don't give you the context, they are going to uh, present narratives and you're going to assume something that may not, in fact, be true. The final thing I do wanna mention, and this is so important, is that there is a site to determine if the federal government is open. And that site is called OPM. OPM is the Office of Personnel Management, and a lot of federal employees use that. I mean, this is public, right? I'm not saying anything that is confidential, but you can check to see if the federal government is open. If it wasn't open, for example, like when it snowed just recently, then it's going to stay closed. And you can even see that on their Twitter page where they say the federal government is closed. Now that really is is more speaking to the DC location. It's not speaking, uh, or some of their satellite locations as well. The postal service, I believe, should still be operating because there are locations throughout the nation You do have uh, the air space. So when you talk about uh, commercial airlines, I mean, they're still functioning as well. There are people who are still considered essential in order for the federal government to operate and I just say like if, if you think that the federal government has been closed, then just look at the history on OPM's Twitter page or even go to OPM's site. You can just type in current status OPM and you'll see that aside from the typical statuses of closed or open, you're going to see that they're telling people to telework unless it has been deemed that you go into the office. So I'm telling all of this. I really shouldn't have to explain all this, but I'm just trying to create logic for people to understand that DC is not closed. Stop listening to that narrative and please do your own diligent research because you can't really take everything at face value. And I do want to mention one more thing, and that is the term essential versus non-essential. This is something that derives from the federal government, and that is because there are people who are deemed essential to either the safety of the nation or just for operating the federal government. Now, this will go down a a question or a path of why are there non-essential people? The federal government is bloated. Yeah, I totally understand that. There are paper pushers. But in essence, the definitions, going back to that topic, essential folks could potentially be people who are just critical for the functioning of this this country and this happens a lot during the shutdown we haven't had a shutdown yet i know there were many during the trump administration and then during the obama administration we've had a couple but there's those ones have been more frequent under those two administrations but ultimately you do have people who are working so i just want to make sure that we clarify all of that i'm not trying to start any type of arguments in the community. I know people are doing whatever they can to inform other people. I think it is an absolute blessing to be in the D.C. area because I've seen things and witnessed things and have explored a lot of this city, good or bad. And I just have a unique perspective because there are a lot of people in different cities that may not know what's going on in the D.C. area. I just happen to kind of know. I'm not saying that I know everything, but I can deduce as to what is happening and then from my own personal experience. So I want to ensure that I can spread the truth. And of course, with truth, you establish credibility. If you make a mistake, then you, I'm not saying backtrack, but you will correct yourself publicly. I'm not here to sensationalize. It's not my job or that's not what I'm trying to do. I just want to make sure that you all have the equipment or the right resources to really use proper discernment and understand that not everything that you hear or see is true. And if you do see something, you may be lacking a lot of context. So I know this was probably much more, uh, I don't know long-winded than I expected it to be, but wanted to provide that perspective and just kind of end it here. So anyway, I hope you guys have a wonderful day and new year. Again, it's just crazy to be in 2022. And I've been thinking a lot about the direction of this podcast, and there's going to be a lot of interesting things that I'm going to be talking about. So please pay attention to any episodes that I drop this week. And yeah, like if I know there's no way to contact me, but we'll figure something out. Anyways, thanks guys. And I'll talk to you soon.